0: sing to yourself. Welcome to season two, girl. Welcome to season two of Confessions of a High Strung Woman with Abby Walker. I am your resident high strung woman. Um, Y'all, hey, how's it going? I'm so excited to be here with you. It has been a minute um, since I've been able to do this and uh, sit down and like really get, you know, some good thoughts out. And that's because I have been hustling my little tail end off i um, promoting my new book. Look, here she is. Oh, by the way, if you're listening, we're doing something new. Um, I'm filming. I'm trying to film this thing, which I guess means that I have to record podcasts, not in sweatshirts and crazy hair. Although I do always kind of still have crazy hair. Um, But I'm trying to film it. And this is going to be on my brand new YouTube channel um, that I'm going to set up, get situated and everything today. Because I just thought it might be fun to watch it on a different format. And you know your girl is real big on facial expressions, eye contact, and hand motions. (laughs) So I thought it might be fun. It might be a new way to connect. Um, But I have been hustling my tail end off because, y'all, she in the world, my girl. My girl. My first book, my baby book, She in the World, Confessions of a high strung Woman, the book by Abby Walker is out now. She is live on Amazon. Uh, you can get a signed copy straight from me through my Shopify store. I'm working on the Kindle and audiobook versions. It's taking me a little bit longer because, girl, you know we, we an independent author musicianship over here, and so it takes me a minute to get all the things done. Um, I even designed the cover. I did all the things. I do graphic design um, also, like, as another part of my job, and um, it was so fun to get to do this, but if you're not familiar with the book, um, the subtitle is For Every Woman Who Has Ever Been Told She Was, Quote, Too Much. Finding freedom and power as a strong emotional woman. And, you know, it is just such an honor and a joy. And, like, let's be honest, a totally terrifying, oh, my gosh, what the hell did I just do? Vulnerability hangover moment to release something like this into the world. Um, But I knew I was supposed to do it. And I knew I was supposed to do it not because... I was an expert, not because I was going to tell other people how to do anything, okay? Anything. And I really wrestled with it because um, we talked about this a couple weeks ago on a Facebook Live, but the world can be kind of a... No, it is. Let's just be honest. The world is a scary place right now to try and have an opinion, (laughs) to have anything to say. It is up for... um, all of the criticisms, all of the, well, I think you should have, all that kind of stuff. And I just, I didn't know if my little heart could handle that and be as brave as I knew I was going to need to be. And I really felt like the Lord just said to share your story, talk about the things that have helped you, tell them the things that I've shown you that have helped set you free. And you are an authority on your story. So if you're listening today and you think that you don't have anything to say to the world or you think, oh, I'm not an expert, I'm not whatever, you are an authority on your story. You are an authority on what God has done in your life and the things that he showed you and the things that have helped you. And that's a really big deal. And so I was like, okay, okay, you're going to help me be brave. We're going to try and be brave. Okay, we're going to try and be brave. Um, And so it took me about four years to write this little book. Because I was still working through a lot of the parts and a lot of the things that I knew I was supposed to share that I hadn't necessarily... totally gotten yet, but the book is divided into four sections. The first part is my story because I'm like, why should you listen to anybody talk if you don't know where they came from? I feel like that's a really important part of authenticity and of, um, credibility and especially in this space. Um, and then I go into three key areas, self-care boundaries and emotions, um, that are like just pivotal, huge, just, Cornerstones in every woman's life. But it was in these three key areas that I was able to find um, and learn some things that like changed my life and my experience as a woman with not just like a big personality. And that doesn't just mean loud, it can also be quiet, but who had so much that went on inside of me on a daily basis. It completely changed how I experienced that. And it was, it allowed me to move from panic. And total repression and kind of like the hamster wheel of self, self-improvement. self Like, I have to change everything about myself. I need to be a better version, a better version, a better version of myself. Like, for starters, that's just exhausting. Can we just say that? Um, but to move from that to appreciating who I really was, how God made me, and respecting... Um, and really learning the places where I was thriving and then in the places where I was in, I felt like I was in chaos or conflict or even suffering. And um, it was just a really big deal for me to learn those things because you know, it didn't matter if it's a plant, if it's a kid, if it's a dog, if it's a whatever it is, a car. When you learn how to take care of something the right way, it changes everything and they begin to flourish and thrive and they have the opportunity to be all that they were made to be but even something insane like a lion right who can do anything the king of the jungle he's so powerful when he's not cared for right he can suffer tremendously and he can believe less about himself. He can think, oh, I'm not capable of these things. And it's a product of both how he's cared for and then the environment that he is surrounded by. Um, and so we dive into those places and they're really big deals to me and they totally changed my life. And so, um, if you're not sure about the book or, you know, you want to know, like, I don't know, I guess like the, the, the truth for my heart is this, I am literally just somebody next to you in the arena, right? We talk about the arena coming from the phrase um, or it's coming from the, the speech and the quote by Teddy Roosevelt in Paris, where he is the man in the arena speech, where he talks about the credit does not belong to the spectators and the critics, the people up in the stands saying, oh, you should have done this. Or, you should have done this the credit and the courage and the, um, glory belongs to those that are down in the arena of our lives, trying to learn, trying to grow, trying to find joy, trying to find freedom and trying to show up as, you know, all of who we are, but it is in the trying that, um, that matters, not just mastering it. It's not perfection. It's in the showing up and being like, I am alive and I'm breathing. And so I'm still supposed to be here for a reason. And so I'm all in, in that place of daring to go all in and, and being in the arena of our lives, right? The arena is you ask anybody who's in like rodeo, like it's, it can be a muddy place. It can be a dirty place. You can, you spill blood, sweat and tears in that place. It is, um, the ground of living. Does that make sense? Like it is, it is the ground of living. I'm literally just a girl next to you who maybe on, on any given day may be face planted like in the dirt and was like, hey, don't try the move I just tried. It doesn't work. Or maybe I'm whispering to you like, hey, try this. This might be helpful. That's it. I got dirt, sweat and tears, blood, definitely blood on my face in different places. I'm not a master in any of that, but I am... Somebody who's trying to figure it out. And I have been so blessed by women who have shared what they have learned with me, who have mentored me, and who have um, just honestly dared to be imperfect, but vulnerable and honest. And as they have shared their lives with me in that place, it is it has been freeing, and it's been absolutely transformative. And so that's my heart for this little book, is that maybe, just maybe, you might find something in here that helps you love yourself more that helps set you free from the expectations of other people to be all of your wonderfulness that you are girl, all of your wonderfulness um, that helps you fully step into um, what I like to call power, your power at peace where you're not using your power to run over people. You are not denying your power and shoving it down and believing that it's bad, but you have learned how to master and to harness and direct Right, The power that's within you, in your emotions, in your thoughts, in your words. And you are now able to master and direct that at the things that God's called you to do. And the reason he gave it to you is because he knew you were going to need that force. He knew you were going to need that strength. And I've had the joy of being able to be on a couple of different podcasts um, these last couple weeks. And it's just been so fun to have... People read the book and then ask questions and, and they've just asked really great questions. And um, But one of the things I've gotten to talk about is that as a high-strung woman, okay, it doesn't mean that you're loud or you're bossy or you're over the top. In my personal opinion, pretty much all women are high-strung women. And what I mean is compared to the world around us, even compared to males, um, we have a lot that goes on inside of us on a daily basis. We have big emotions. We have lots and lots of thoughts. Like the sheer volume. You know, my husband and I, Ryan always laugh. He's like, um, I have like two words to every like hundred of yours. Like that's how many he uses in a day. And I'm like, oh, but I have this thought and I have this thought. We just, we just have more. Not more isn't just like better, but isn't different. And because we are different and we live in a highly masculine world, we do, not taking shots, just saying it's definitely very masculine, we struggle to understand ourselves, to appreciate ourselves, and to handle ourselves and empower ourselves to do life as strong women. Being a strong woman is a gift. Like, you just ask anybody who is loved, by a strong woman. And you're like, she is a gift in my life. Like there is no force, like the force of a mama, right? A mama's love. There is no tenacity, like a praying grandma for grandkids that are, you know, in trouble or walking away from the Lord, whatever. I mean, like we're talking tenacious strength of spirit and you even see it in nature, right? You know who hunts? The mama lions, the mama lions hunt this is a really it's just a really big deal and as a woman who grew up in a very conservative community you guys know like pastor's daughter church world where there was an expectation not because the church world is bad or the christian world is bad i'm not saying any of that but there was an expectation for how to be a woman right everybody has it some people have it very strongly in their families um in their industries in their careers in their um relationships like There was one right way to be a woman from my perspective as a kid growing up, and it was to be gentle and quiet. It was taken out of 1 Peter 3, and I heard that verse, and I talk about it in the book, and I hated it. And if you've listened to season one in the podcast, you know that I go into great depth in that, and I talk about having a gentle and quiet spirit. And the panic when I realized I'm so screwed because there's not a damn thing about me that is gentle or quiet. Um, And that convinced me at that season in my life. I'm like, even God himself thinks that I am too much. And this is really bad. Gratefully, 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 God began a work in my life of healing and restoring my relationship with him and with myself because he made me. We talked about this some this week. I did like a short little video on it, but God made us all intentionally and on purpose. Like when it talks about in Psalms 139 that like he wove us together in our mother's wombs. He picked my big personality and my sassy spirit. He picked my love for gold jewelry and big hair. He picked my um, love of Authentic, brave people. He (laughs) picked my absolute panic of heights. Like He put all of those things in this person, Sarah Abigail Walker Petkoff, and he sent her to my family, to my church, to my school, to my world, and he sent me there not to become somebody else. He sent me there to be me. He decided that all of who I was is just what my little corner of the world needed, And y'all, we get so caught up. I mean, we get so caught up in trying to be everything that everybody else tells us to be. And for me in that world, it was gentle and quiet. For me in that world, it was softer spoken. For me in that world, it was everything that I naturally wasn't. Because everything that I naturally was, I heard and received and I believed from the world around me that it was wrong that it was bad that it was lesser than. So if you're somebody who has struggled with really owning who you are, if you're somebody who has a lot going on inside of you and you're quiet, like it's a quiet um like underneath the surface of the water there is a lot going on or if you're somebody who's loud, I just I hope that you'll pick up this book. I hope that you'll grab it. I really think that um, you may find a lot of encouragement and maybe if nothing else, just one other sassy woman in the world saying, we need you. We need the real, real you. We don't need the fake you. We don't need the well-behaved you. We don't need the improved you. We need the real you. And we start from where we are today, right? We start from where we are right now. And God is able to do such incredible things through authenticity. And y'all, it takes so much courage, It takes so much courage to show up in this world as who we really are. And it takes a lot of work to figure out who we are. Like, one of the things that they asked me earlier today on the podcast, they were talking about the season of my life when um, I was really lost. And I was like, yeah, I was so lost that I was, like, writing in my journal, like, okay, things I like. I like sunshine. I like people who are kind. I like margaritas. Okay, things I don't like. I don't like when people are mean. I don't like uh, heights. I don't like uncertainty. Like I was keeping a track of the things that I liked and I didn't like because I had become so lost in trying to be who I thought I was supposed to be. And nobody was beating me over the head with it. Like I wasn't, there wasn't a particular person or whatever that was like oppressing me. But one of the things for me about being a high, strong woman is my mind was so powerful and I was working so hard to, um, it sounds conceited. I don't mean like my mind is so powerful. Like I'm, you know, a beautiful mind over here, like just <laughs> doing math problems in my sleep. I'm not, I'm dreaming about being Justin Timberlake's backup dancer in my dream. That's what I'm doing in my sleep. And it's funny because I'm I really can't dance, but dream Abby, she just keeps trying to make it onto the squad. Anyways. Um, oh my gosh, I totally lost my train of thought. Well, Here we are. This is the book. I hope that you find maybe some encouragement in it of just, we need you. We need the real you. And there may be some resources in here about how to take better care of and appreciate how you're wired. Um, the places, learning to identify the places where you really thrive and then the places where you feel small or you feel chaotic or you feel defensive, like the work of owning and knowing who you are, it's a lifelong work and it changes as we change. It grows as we grow and being able to throw open our hearts and our minds and understanding that it's not about arriving. It is about showing up. It is about agreeing to step into that arena every single day and to say, I'm going to be the real me. I'm going to do what's really in my heart, and I'm going to trust God to deal with everybody who doesn't understand me, who misinterprets me, who is mad at me about it, whatever. I know that the Lord can handle that, and I'm going to lock eyes on him, and I'm going to be me, and I'm going to do me, and we're just going to go on. You know, I was laughing um, with a friend because as somebody who can struggle, with um, worrying about other people's response to me. Like, especially right now, like this book isn't for everybody and I know that. I'm definitely not for everybody. <laughs> I know that. I know that. some. Yeah, I make some people real mad. I don't need to. But... You know how you just connect with some people and you just don't connect with others? And that's okay. If you're trying to be all things to all people, you're not really connecting with anybody. You know what I mean? But um, in this place of stepping out into all, you know, of who we really are, I can be afraid just like anybody else of like, how are they going to receive it? Are they going to think I'm too much? Are they going to think it's not, you know... Bible-based enough? Are they going to think it's too Bible-based? Are they going to think, you know, all these different thoughts and all these different things. And um yeah, Tabitha Brown, if you don't know Tabitha Brown on Instagram, you need to go find her because she is fabulous. We love her. I, like, I know that she's famous for, I think TikTok is what really made her famous, but she does these amazing vegan recipes and all this kind of stuff. Like, I get that, but I feel like she's like my Instagram, like, Aunt, mom, best friend who's like, you're gonna be okay. You know why? You're gonna be okay. And then that's your business or that's not your business or whatever. And I love that line. And I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, what's even more powerful to me than like what's my business is what's not my business. <laughs> and so when I would get wrapped up in things of like, how are people gonna to respond to this? Like, what's gonna happen? I can't know. I'm nervous about this, all that kind of stuff. I started thinking, you know what? I need more tap of the brown in my life and I need to say, Uh, That's the Lord's business. Like how people respond to me, how they interpret it, if they're offended, if they're not, that's the Lord's business. That is not my business. So if you need to hand some things back over to the Lord today, you hand them on over to him. He's got it. He's actually the most trustworthy person we could ever handle, hand any of it to. Um, But it's such a work, right? We're showing up. We're trying to dare to be who we are. And it requires a tremendous amount of courage and bravery. And um, But I just want to say to you, like, you got it. You can do it. We need you. The world, your kids need you. Your family needs you. Like, you've got it. You can do this. And I'm so honored to get to share this with you. And if you need some help being brave, we can do the work together. We can walk through the book. You can send me your questions. Like, I love to hear from y'all. And it's so amazing how different parts of the book resonate with so many different people because we're all in different places. We're all in different seasons. But you know what? When we're showing up as who we really are and we're doing the work to release the people in our lives that we've been so afraid of their responses to us or their, um, interpretations of how we are. There's like so much more room. There's so much more air in the room to breathe and to let other people be where they are. And you know what? God's got it. Like he doesn't just sort of got it like, Oh yeah, God's got it. It's fine. Like he is working his master plan and it's better than anything that you and I could ever ever dream up. So we are getting ready to start um, Zoom Book Club. So since we're still in the, the pandy, as my husband calls it, he's, he's like the pandy, not the pandemic, the pandy. Look, we're all just trying to find joy. Okay. We're trying to find still laugh through what the craziness that has been this last year. Okay. So we're about to start Zoom Book Club Sunday night, eight o'clock. If you want to be a part of it, just shoot me an email at Abby Walker, A-B-B-I, walker at gmail.com and um we're going to take about four weeks we'll do two weeks we'll take off for easter and then we'll come back and do another two weeks we'll take the book in its four sections um and so we'll start with kind of our story and um because the first section of the book is my story and identifying the places where we felt the most pressure to change ourselves or to adapt to the group expectations or to look more like the group or, you know, whatever that is. Um, so we're going to start with that March 21st. You don't have to start from the beginning. You can jump in at any time. I would love to have you would love to hear your questions. And what I think is so cool about this is that it is an opportunity to get to connect with other women that are at least on a similar path with you of turn in terms of trying to um, grow and find more freedom, and I could probably say, I could definitely say that like the theme of my life and the theme of this little book is freedom. Like we want to find freedom from the things that are holding us back. We want to find freedom to do the things that we were made to do that we've been afraid to do because of people's expectations or the world around us or whatever. And, um, we want to find the freedom to walk in celebration and joy of where we are right now and who we are right now. And, um, there's just so much connection in that. And on top of that, um, so my husband, Ryan, you guys know him. Um, he's been on here before to talk about the Super Bowl and all the different kinds of things, but he, his hair girl Kristen, who we just love, she's a riot. She's definitely a high-strung sister. She a high-strung woman. Um, she was like, oh, I, you know, I bought a couple of books for my friends, and Ryan was like, oh, that's so great. You know, it's really nice of you. And she's like, yeah, uh, women like us, high-strung women, we know other women like us. Like that's how it works. And I laughed so hard because I was like, it's so true. So if you feel alone. And you would like to know some other women, perhaps like you, even though it may look different. I know other high-string women that are loud. I know other high-string women that are quiet. I know high-string, other high-string women that are louder than me. I know other high-string women that are sassier than me, that are more subdued or controlled. Like, But the root of it all is that we are wired with greatness inside of us. And there's just like this Maserati engine that roars inside of our chest. And when you put a 15 year old behind a Lamborghini or a Maserati, they're going to wreck that car, run over people. Like they're going to be some issues because they haven't had enough training. Literally this book and the opportunity for zoom book is, is just an opportunity to get some more insight and some more training on how to take care of yourself. And how to rock the hell out of your Maserati engine and your spirited soul and your big emotions and own your life, girl. Quit responding. Instead of your life being a response to everything that happens around you, oh, I gotta handle this now, I gotta handle this. Lead and direct your life with the authority, girl, the authority of heaven. Like I was talking to um my sister, I guess it was last week, and we were just talking about, you know, trying to own your boundaries and find your space and do your things, you know, all this kind of stuff. And and I was just like, you know, you just need to, like, you need to, like, step into and walk in, like, the full weight of your glory. And in my head, I saw it, like, my sweet little niece, Cece um, Petkoff. She's so cute, but she is a pistol, and even the way she walks, like she kind of walks with some sass, like it's kind of like stomps, and that's what I saw in my head when I thought about it, I was like, you need to walk in the full weight of your glory, like this is who God made me, this is the life he gave me, this is the house he has me wake up in and work in, and this is the man he's given me to love, and these are the people he's given me to serve, and instead of running around like, oh, you know, am I good enough, and is this okay, I need to like fully embrace it, and do my CC walk, and walk. In the full weight of my glory. So, girl, walk in the full weight of your glory today and this week. And if you want to join us Sunday night, shoot me an email. Um, If you don't already, follow me over on Instagram. And if you have bought the book, it would mean the world to me if you would write a review on Amazon. Because that is the world we live in. Reviews help the things. If you'd like a signed copy, um, find me on Instagram at Abby Official. And you can find a link to grab um, a signed copy straight from me. I'll send you a little note. And it'll come in a shiny little rose gold mail- mailer and all that kind of good stuff. But you guys are such an encouragement to me. You'll never know. Like some days I feel like I'm, I'm like, I was made for this. This is all I'm supposed to do. And then other days I'm like face down in the dirt. And I'm like, oh, we're learning some new things. We're learning how to be brave in some new ways. It never stops. Ever, but y'all's encouragement that maybe you connected with one sentence or one thought or whatever. Um, it just it means the world to me. And so I'm just we're gonna keep going and we keep following Jesus. We are just blazing our own trail. We're just taking it one step at a time. Um, if you like this podcast, would you do me a favor and share it with somebody? Leave a re- review if you bought the book, grab the book if you haven't. Um, but most importantly, know that you are so loved. Um, I believe in my heart. That whoever you are, wherever you are listening right now, you are incredible. You are a force of a woman. There are places of strength and talent and discernment and intuition and giftings inside of you that you don't even know exist. And I just want to tell you, it's time. I want to challenge you to say, I'm available. Lord, I am available for all of the goodness that you have for me. And I want you to know he's crazy about you. He ain't mad at you. He's not waiting for you to get it all together. He is just waiting for you to turn and talk to him and he will meet you there. I love you so. I'm so grateful to get to do this. Um, And we will be back with more. See you soon.